In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, Segre, this is your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. This Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. Yo, what it could be? Hopefully, what it should be. This your boy N O R E. What up? It's DJ E F N. And this drink chest motherfucking happy hour. Make some noise! And right now, when we started this podcast, <laughs> when we started this podcast, we said we wanted to interview legends. Uh-huh. We said we wanted to interview groundbreakers and people who's doing groundbreaking things. And we speak about the man that we got in front of us right now. 
You're talking about a person who came from overseas, came to America, lived the American dream, got locked up and still came home and lived the American dream. He did what he had to do consistently. And one thing that I love about him, he still keeps his crew with him. He still got Black Warrior with him. He's out here consistently doing what he got to do. He got he got all types of currency in different fucking formats. Cryptocurrency shit. Cryptocurrency shit. shit. This motherfucker got 1,900 wives. Damn. <laughs> he got houses. He got houses in seven continents. More wives and houses? He's wearing a pink shirt tonight. Let's make some noise for Akon, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. Now, Akon, you Oh, no, I got to correct you. This, this shirt is salmon. Bro. It's salmon. Oh, yeah. Salmon. That's the difference, bro. That shit got bad. flavor. Nah, it, 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 it got Obey on it. It got Obey on it. Listen, listen. I'm going to be honest, Akon. You have, you, you have such a, like, a, a, a vainglorious career, right? But a lot of people don't know that you actually started from the bottom. Like, because... Because um, once you had your one, like, single... Locked mm-hmm. up, like your career just kept going, kept going, kept going. Yeah. So no one actually pays attention to the struggle prior to that. So that's what I want to get into right now. So how how, how do you, so you was born in Senegal? No, I'm a, actually I was born in St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. I, I googled that. Yeah, I thought I they were wrong. I was, I was in Wikipedia. <clears throat> I thought Wikipedia was fucking up. Nah, okay, it's fucking up on everything else. Bro. <laughs> but you were actually that born in St. Louis. My pops was a, you know he was always a forward thinker. Like he okay. made sure that we was all born in the states and we wouldn't have no immigration problems in the future. Wow, that's so, what's gonna go yeah, to you. So you and after, right bro, now, that makes the most sense ever. Man, that's why I was gonna right. go back. I'm telling you, on everything. Um, so. Shortly after birth, he just shipped us all back. We didn't even spend 30 days in the States after birth. Oh, so your passport born, is blue. Went just back. born and sent right back. Your passport is blue or you got dual passports? No, I, I got dual passports, okay. but it's still blue. Yeah, because automatic, okay, okay, you're wow. a citizen when you're born here. Yeah. Wow, that's As dope. of right now. At that time. Well, no, not even right now. No, right now. So St. Louis. Right now, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like, it's up in the air right now. So in St. Louis, you and Nelly was going to school. Yeah, me and Nelly was actually raised <laughs> nah, in the same place. No, no, oh, no, oh, shit. No, no, no. Like, like, real. You know, real? Me and Nelly went to the same place. You were playing around. You were in the same place. We all went to U City High. Like, we all went to the same school. I heard that. Now, 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 I didn't hear this from you, but I heard this from Nelly. Yeah. That was like a big gang banging high school. 1,000%. Wow. One, no, and you listen, went to that high school? Yeah. That was wow. That was one of the reasons why I moved to Jersey, because I was getting too much trouble in, in, in St. Louis. But you can't move from St. Louis to Jersey no, City trying well, to get out of trouble. I'm no, just throwing it out there. Yeah, but my parents didn't know that. <laughs> they didn't know that. They, they didn't know. They was putting me from one bad area to a worse area. And that's 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 something that is, is very like uh, key to you, I can see, mm-hmm. because... You know all the goals, all the accomplishments you have done. You still keep your jersey ties, like always. Oh, yeah. like, nah, man, Listen, that impresses me. By the way, Jer- Jersey was a special turning point in my life for sure. Like mm-hmm. that's where a boy became a man, really. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and around that time, it was a lot of segregation and racism. And me being African in Jersey City, the Puerto Ricans embraced me. And when you say segregation, you saying between blacks and whites, or you saying between blacks and Puerto Ricans? General, but to see General, the difference, okay. what I learned, because where I was coming from was just different. Like in Missouri, it's like it's a different kind of mm-hmm. racial. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. yeah. 
You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's different. So Missouri's I didn't only see the difference. Whites, right? I didn't see difference between. They, they don't like There's Latinos not in that much diversity. Yeah. in Missouri, it was either. You don't got too many Jose's in Missouri. Nah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not too many and Chicos. Maybe now. Maybe now. We're spreading. We're spreading. So me, it was either black or white. So if you was a fair color. It didn't matter what nationality was to me. You was white, right? Like you would have been considered white to me, wow, right, and you would have right. been considered black. Wow, tell you know them, what I'm saying? So, you so white, when man. I got the jersey, it was <laughs> try that in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, try that. You know, uh-huh. so it was just it was just different. So mm. when I went to Jersey and I and I heard Puerto Ricans calling niggas niggas, mm. and I was like, y'all let this nigga call y'all nigga. Like he was appalled right. by nigga, that. I, I was like, yo, they was like nigga, they, them niggas like we, where they worse, they more niggas than we are. Right. And right. as I started to kind of fucking. As I start to realize, I was like, yeah, Puerto Ricans are a little bit more niggerish mm-hmm. than niggas. Mm-hmm. Like on everything. That's right. a fact. So, y'all earned the right to say the word nigga like y'all are niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. And no, actually, right. people don't even know that y'all like Portuguese. Y'all, Af- y'all fucking Africans. Right, right. We're, I mean, most Latinos are a mix of everything. No, yeah, y'all Africans. A lot of people. They know that's Africans. No, no, Africans. Like, that's, that's probably we had this conversation with I'm Fat telling Joe. you, I'm be honest, this, this, pro- why, this is why the, the, the connection is so tight. Like, when I took a lot of my a couple of Black Royal family members to Africa, they didn't even know that 35% of Africans speak fluent Spanish. Mm. Like, they was looking like niggas. From and colonialism? And French too, right? Uh-huh. And French too, right? Yeah, French yeah. is like most of West Africa. But they okay. speak Spanish because of colonialism? Yeah, was, every, was every language in Africa spoke because of you know, some kind of right. takeover in colonialism for sure. Okay, so let's just I that that was so beautiful. But um I don't understand what cryptocurrency is. Nobody does. Okay, can you break it down? I'm trying to figure it out. Because I'm trying to make an investment. Yeah. Can I make an investment? I don't know what to do. I'm just give you some money and just help it help me flip it. All right, fuck it. I don't uh, care. If yeah, I lose but, it, fuck that, it. But that's that that's that's the thing. It's no different from the stock market. Like okay. people buy shares, right? Uh-huh. What are shares? Yeah. Think about it. Like, Who make, the worth is by how many people buy into it. It's really about, yeah, it's all popularity. Right. It's all right. marketing. It's all promotion. It's like whatever is, is trusted the most. Right. Like in companies, you buy shares in companies that's more trusted. You know they're going to make a profit. They're going to yield an investment. Right. So you go there with your money because you know these guys in the next four or five, ten years, their projections say they're going to make triple what they're making now. So you're like, okay, that's some place I want to invest in. Right. When you look at cryptocurrency, it's a little bit different, but it's almost the same concept the way I understand it. Now, I'm still learning a lot about it myself because the more I get into it, the more I start to understand. And you also call A coin? Yeah, mine is A coin. A coin. Which is a genius name, by the way. That's hard. <laughs> so, I'm investing. I don't know what I'm investing in, but I'm investing. So, what you're investing in is the future of Africa when you invest in A coin. Mm. And I heard you also say invest in Africa, but we're getting to that later. Yeah. Yeah, continue about A coin. So, A coin now is like, it's, it's, it's set up to. Empower the you know the entrepreneurs. Is it a, is it backed? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know about mm-hmm. complete. But is IPOs are backing this stuff? What was that? IPA? Like, the IPOs. Bear? I don't the know. I was told that this is like a certain oh, IPO. Kind of company oh, structure that that backs up a, a cryptocurrency. Well, that's the thing. Crypto ain't really backed by nothing. Mm. Like Bitcoin ain't backed by anything. Right, right. It's, mm. it's backed by it's the network that it's, it's yeah. That so it's, it's, it's backed by the popularity and the trust factor. Right. You 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 can trust to know that if you buy Bitcoin, it's worth a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's any currency. It's whatever the people say it's worth. Like right now, these bottles could be worth more than money if we all come out and say this, this bottle's worth more than this money. But in this case, the dollar, the, the bottle is worth money. So in layman's, right. like sneakers, like sneakers. When sneakers, everybody says this is worth this yeah. Jordan is worth so much. Same thing. So, so what even thing. made you even made you even interested in something like well, that? Well, what made because I realized that this crypto is going to be the future in currency. Like I, I, I just watch how things change drastically. 
in time to digital. Like, and I, I always compare everything to music. Like, you went from, you know, two inch reels to eight track tapes to vinyl right. to cassettes to CDs, CDs. to MP3s yeah. and now streaming. Uh-huh. Right? So now, when you look at currency, you went from, you know, stage coaches, you know, wow. to like literally trading whatever Literal you can trade. Pounds, they went from yeah. trading cattle to trading. Right. You know, gold. Lifestyle. Uh, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. To actually creating something that gold can be, you know, uh, compared to, which is the actual dollar it is today. And dollar eventually is going to turn into something digital too. So mm. what makes you think that dollar, dollar itself ain't going to turn into a digital currency? Mm. Because the so moment you're saying dollars analog. Dollars analog. Dollars Your credit analog. card is digital, mm. but crypto is that was money. Hard. Make some noise for me, Jerry. That was liquid. That was liquid. As you say liquid. That was liquid. Yeah. So from, I mean, now crypto is going to become the next digital price. So if you don't invest in that now, it's like if you don't see that coming, you you. Okay. Now I'm blind, right? So now Acon, I know Acon is rich. I know he, I know he got fucking everything. He got from salmon shirts on. So now I want to. Um, he got salmon shirts on. <laughs> so now I want to invest. So how do I invest? How do, how does one go about someone who doesn't have your phone number? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who can't. Actually, get this explanation. So, just for these lamest terms out there, how do they invest in Acoin? Well, Acoin is going to be up for sale in October. It'll be mm. on Coinbase. You know Coinbase that app. Mm. It's going to be everywhere. Okay. okay. I mean, Acoin is actually going to be in more places in certain places than even Bitcoin itself. Mm. You know, because Africa, we, we have an open platform to do whatever. In and Africa's places. been ahead of the curve using yeah we currency been, exchange yeah, through the phone. That, yeah, there, there was there was Bitcoin before Bitcoin. Right, existed. right. Like they've been ahead of that. Yeah, yeah, they've been way ahead of it. So you know, eventually you'll be able to go to your local ATM and be able to trade money in for Acoin. So 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 I give you ten thousand. I give like this example. I give ten thousand. Now what happens in return? What, well, you buy, you invest ten thousand in Acoin. Uh huh. You just sit on it until. It, so the value goes up. Wow. And then you trade it in? And then you trade it when you feel you need to trade it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, well, like, you it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Bitcoin. I mean, every, you got to learn the game, understand how, you know, the currency fluctuate up and down and figure out when to well, get like it. like a 10 bands right now. Yeah, but in this case. It's yours. Yeah. It's yours. I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. but I trust you because I know you're rich. But you know, that's, that's what you, you don't want to trust nobody rich. Like, trust? Don't trust don't nobody rich. Don't trust nobody rich? Oh, you know, shit. You know, take trust and rich out of the equation. Yeah, because that's what I learned. Right. I don't oh, wow. trust rich people. That's right. how they got rich. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? By being untrustworthy. Yeah, but I do respect them and I do listen because now they're going to give you information that you can utilize in your own life. Mm. But the word trust, don't, that, sh- that don't, like, it don't exist in business, I realize. Yeah. Damn, that's ill. You know what Make I'm saying? Make some noise for that, goddamn. <laughs> you- at the end of the day, it's about negotiation, right? And if you want to have the uproar on the negotiation... There gonna be things you're not gonna tell me, so you can have advantage over the over the negotiation. Right. So already ain't no trust because I'm negotiating to get a better position, and you're negotiating to get a better position. So according to what you know and according to what I know, you're gonna hold off a little bit to get in that position because I, I, it's not a good business deal if I'm not in a better position than you. Damn. Damn. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, I so do. So trust is out the window. Fuck it's trust. poker. It's Fuck basically trust. poker. It's basically <laughs> trust. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay, so also, you have also brought electricity to Africa. A certain part of Africa? Or, 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 lots of parts of, so, yeah, lots so, of, parts of so, Africa. So, so what happened, and why did you even like fill this need? Now, first of all, it was a need. Okay. Know? And I always looked at, when I first did it, it was just really to kind of give back more of a philanthropy. 
But let me let me ask you. So were you just going to these certain towns and seeing that there was no electricity? No. <laughs> how did like, this come about? It, it actually started, triggered. How it triggered was we was trying to do concerts in certain parts of Africa, but we couldn't do it because there was no electricity. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. You mean tell me we don't have enough electricity to do a concert? Right. And then there was an area where there was electricity, but then when we went to go do the the the, uh, the, the concert, and the, before the second song even came on, all the lights went out. Mm. And that's where I like, man, something gotta something gotta give here. You wow. know what I'm saying? And that was just what triggered it. That happened to me in the Dominican Republic. I was getting a haircut and half of my haircut came off <laughs> and then the, the fucking lights went out and it was like you gotta wait two hours, Papa. I yeah. said, what the fuck? <laughs> I had to walk around the Dominican Republic and half of my fucking shit off. I'm so sorry I changed the subject. I'm so sorry, but it's real. I, I felt like Dominican, y'all need to fix your power system a long time ago. I'm just standing on out the y'all resort system. I'm so sorry. That, I'm okay. that, that makes sense though, but that's this is the same kind of shot. Mm-hmm. You know that, that you got the haircut. That would trigger. Yeah, the trauma. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. So that triggered it. But then when wow. I went to, uh, you know, wanting to go visit your grandparents, and where they live in, there's no electricity. Then you want to, you really your grandparents. You're saying, yeah, my okay. grandmother didn't have electricity. Oh, wow. where she was living. Wow. Was she and complaining like when you went nah, to? Our she house? was good. That affects everything. She's Water, kinda used to everything. Yeah, everything, everything yeah. That's that's what they they lived at. Yeah. This wow. is every day, so they didn't even notice that there was. A luxury that they never even experienced. That the rest wow. of the world is experiencing. Me leaving out of there, experiencing right. what I experienced coming back. So you was like, feeling Whoa. guilty. So what did Not you do? You got with Con Edison or something? I wanted to go visit my grandma, but... Oh, you wanted to be able yeah, to I need experience to that luxury. luxury. You need a Wi-Fi. You need a Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my phone don't work on this motherfucker. You know, because some people, like, you got to think about it. You don't really know what's good until you, you experience Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't a money play for you, correct? Nah. Because it, you actually gave your, gave your money up, yeah, right? Yeah, I put up my own money to get the, you know, to get it started. And, and what was it, like 10,000 homes? Uh, at the time, it was 10,000 homes. Wow. Right? And yeah. what's the infrastructure you're setting up? Like, what is it that it takes to start to give electricity to a town? Um, it depends on what kind of electricity you're giving. Like, it gets really complicated. Y'all doing complicated. damn I don't know like, about, what, are you, what are you guys doing? I mean, right now, I'm putting out solar mini grids. And so, yes. That's from um, the sun. Yes, yeah, from okay. the sun. You know, okay. Africa is never going to run out of sun. So never. It was the perfect. That's perfect why we dark like in. this. Goddamn, make some noise for us. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I'm a dark skinned nigga. Yeah. In my mind, in my mind, I'm dark skinned. I've been trying since 1998 to get dark. Your melanin is. My melanin is upgraded. I mean, upgraded. Go ahead, continue. You know, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's a tan, though, bro. You mm-hmm. gotta do that. <clears throat> Nah, listen, you know, I'm not gonna tan, lie. Bro. You know, I'm Drake color. But you do like, not tan, though. Huh? I tan, man. You tan? Yeah. I'll just let you know, I was Drake color you know, before I moved out here. Like, yeah, me and Drake was the same color. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. You don't see it? Me and you was the same color. No, no, no. No, I was a little darker than Drake, but I want to be, because um, big up to um, Sammy Sosa, big up to um, this is a Jamaican guy. <laughs> That they super soaked. What's his name? <laughs> Miles Cartel. Is that nigga? What's that? Vi- oh, the Vibes Cartel. Vibes Cartel. Nah, is he locked up, man? Don't. Yeah, he locked up. But I'm just saying, he he used the soap to come white. And I'm like, that's cool. Uh, is that real? He's white. Yeah. No, no, the soap shit is the real. The soap is white. It's yeah, called the soap, yeah. The soap, the soap is, is real. real. What is that? It makes you lighter. Black like a Clorox soap. Yeah, it's called bleach. Yeah, it's called bleach soap. Yeah, it's called bleach soap. So that's what they say. They say um, she no bleach. She no bleach. She no bleach. So they big up the girls that don't bleach. But when I see it, I say, oh shit, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I wanna be blacker. <laughs> 
I want I, I want to use the black soap to get black around. I don't blame. You know what I'm saying? Because you know why melanin is a great thing. I've studied melanin. I've understand it. Yeah. I understand that all of us having melanin is a blessing. It's not a curse. Yeah, it is. It's not a curse. That's the reason why they try to promote it as a curse. Is because. You know, they, they don't want you to feel like a king that, that you actually are. Yeah, like, I tan like, regularly, bro. Right. I, I, Even I can, out here? Man, whenever that's whenever it's hot, mm. I'm gonna catch at least thirty minutes out that sun. Oh, you go out and tan. Oh like, yeah. Straight up. I just right. I mean for me, I just can't let nobody get darker than me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm asking Michael Blackson, Tyrese, all of them. They already know I'm king of Kadar, what's up, Kadar? I do. Oh shit. <laughs> Kadar's in the building. Kadar, yeah. God damn it, he's so rich, I smell money. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, come on, come on, brother. Give me some love. Yo, I'm not going to lie, Akon. I'm going to rush to the question real quick because I had this question for later on in the show. But you got a, like a real family. Yeah, no, I do. This is my son right here. No, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. You got a real, real family. Like, your family ain't playing. And now, are y'all all from Senegal? Everybody. Everybody from Senegal. Now, let me just tell you something. I toured Europe a lot. There's a lot of Senegal people that that migrated to France, Europe. France, yeah. France. Italy, Italy, they everywhere. Spain, London. They everywhere. Yeah. Senegalese like Jamaica. Every nigga I looked at in their eyes from Senegal, I could tell they killed somebody. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Like, it's been promoters. They'd be like, I'm from Senegal. I'm like, oh, shit. What, what, wait, what, no. what part of Africa is Senegal? Let me explain what's going Central? on. Central? West side. What, 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 what Nori experienced yes. was no fear. That's what you experienced. No, well, he I kind of was well, fear. That was fear. Okay. When, when you look at a, when you look at a Senegalese in oh, his oh, eyes, you saying, you're saying that they had no fear. None. Okay. Right. Okay, yeah, I had fear. Yes, definitely. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm a real nigga, but yeah, we're throwing it out there. Nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, 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 they sit there. Like, it was this guy, right? I swear to God. This is when CNN. We're getting like 25000 So 25000 is still good money, right? So we go to the club. He pays us 25000 but he gives us nothing this else. This is in Senegal. No, this is in France. Oh. This is in France, right? This is your homie that you've been telling me about? No, oh. this, is, this is in Marseille. My okay. homie's in, Marseille. My homie's in uh, Paris. Okay. So this is Marseille. Marseille, actually, in soccer, they got beat. You can't even mention Paris in Marseille and, and vice versa. So we walk in the club, and the guy gives us our money, and that's it. Right, and that's it. Right, he did no bottles, no <laughs> VIP, no nothing. So I looked at the dude, and you know our road manager at the time was like, "You're about to flip on this motherfucker." I said, eh, "Let it go." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Too late." You knew. I said, "Let me get the get our money." He said, "Yeah." I said, "Ah." <laughs> 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 this nigga eyes told yeah. me something different. He looked at me and said, Nori, I'm having a bad night. You're lucky I paid you. He didn't say that. But his eyes said that. His eyes was like, Nori, I, I respect you. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> He's stupid. Take it and run with it. He gave us 25,000. And then we had to leave. Now, mind you, we were formed, man. We do what we got to do. Now we got to walk to the car. I was glad I didn't get mad at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was so glad. Yeah, and then yeah. I remember. <laughs> Senegal. No saying, fear. This is Akon's people. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> no, but that, Senegal, honestly, is probably the most peaceful place in all of Africa, though. Wow. Never had a conflict. It's very religious based. How about the but Congo? That's, that's, that's wise. Congo. Uh, now, Congo. <laughs> DJ. Now, I have a DJ no, no. that's from Congo. Now, the Congo. 
Those niggas kill gorillas with their bare hands. Those niggas ain't nothing to play with. That was another promoter I had. I had a DJ. I forget his name. He's from Switzerland. Forgot your name. Um, totally forgot. So sorry. But another promoter, he came. He booked us. Same price. Same thing. Did that. And then the DJ said, leave him alone. <laughs> and I was, we was about to go beef with him. He said, leave him alone. And he said, I was like, yo, what the fuck? He said, he's from the Congo. I said, that sound real. <laughs>
Nah, you give me a low five. Give me a high five. High five. High five. What the fuck made you say yo? Because I ain't gonna lie. It was so rich that when the person said that to me, I was like, I said, yo, I don't think I got Acorn number. I definitely didn't have it then. So I said, let's just go to the gas. Oh, let's just, just chill. Let's go to the bar for a second. And this shit hit me for six hours. Nigga got a gas station in this house. I got to reevaluate my life. <laughs> so what made you? When you was building the crib and said, fuck it. <clears throat> I want a, a pump number nine right here. <laughs> Like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Yeah. How did this happen? Yeah. I, I told you, I, was, I overdid everything back then. Mm. So, oh, that was you that phase that, of your life? Mm, that was that phase when I just overdid everything. Right. I wanted to outdo everybody. I wanted to overdo That was everything. actually a really good idea. Wow. So, but, but was there another nigga off the block with a gas station no, or something? I had 32 cars. Damn, nigga. I, I had six, you know, so maybe six Before I left, I would just, you know, fill up. 32 nigga done... He done double and, I, I, and I got a pet peeve about <laughs> my my gas tank being at a half tank. Uh-huh. Like I don't, okay, I, I never let it get under the half, the like below the half mark. Damn, a car, I still fill up my Maybach for twenty dollars. Nigga, the made me feel fucked up right now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Still, I'm sorry. I'm hood, nigga. I'm sorry. But That's so you crazy. said, so you building the crib, and you said, fuck it. I never want to go out to get gas. No, I was too popular then. It was just headache. <laughs> that was and it's practical to have your own gas station. I think it's mad practical. And then, but wait, time out. What and did then this nigga just say? It's it, practical. It makes sense. Like, so well, it does was, make sense. It's something you can utilize. You know what I'm At that time, I was thinking street too because every time we used to jack cars, we did it from the gas station. Uh, wow. Yeah. And I was in Atlanta, Atlanta at that time. That's crazy. That's car jacking at the gas station. That's crazy. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I never thought of that. I never thought of it. But that's still some fly. And I had shit, too many cars, and I'm all, I, that would have been too many gas station stops. I'm not taking that chance. So when you say 32 cars, right? I want to think of this. Now, when you say 32 cars, are we saying Maybachs, Phantoms? Because no, like, oh, you pulled yeah. up in the Ghost, right? They, I seen high, you pull up in the Ghost. All highline cars, yeah. Okay, all highline. So you don't got like Chevrolet 63s? No. None of those. Chevrolet. I don't do old school. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. those yeah. classics. Yeah, I don't do old schools. I can't do that. You don't do old school. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get one old school. I'm going to buy it from Funkmaster Flex. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I was I old school with junk cars. You don't fuck with those. You, uh, you could just call them junk cars? They junk cars, bro. I like old stuff. <laughs> I mean, I like old stuff. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I'll take one or two. You had a yellow F430? Huh? A yellow F430? Yeah. I saw you on the highway when I was a kid in 2008 in the yellow F430. Wow. You lit? I was in a red. Yo, tweet my man, though. Tweet my man, every day. It's my yeah. brother right here. Yeah, yeah, I just could never do the old school thing. Oh, man. All right, so the, 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 the song, Sorry, mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs. Also, one of the times I kind of disagree with you. I didn't feel like you should have said sorry at that time. Like, at that time, I think you jumped in the crowd or something like that. No, what happened was I was in Trinidad, mm-hmm. and uh, we was having a dirty whining contest. Uh-huh. And then the girl came up. She was only 14. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Now I understand that. I had Come to find out, people. her father was a preacher. Prime minister, somewhere. No, he was yeah. a preacher. He was a youth preacher, one of the most, um, you know, respected churches over there. Right. And the concert was a huge success. The, right. Even the contest was a huge success. Right. But she won the contest, so she ended up on the front page of the newspaper along Man. with me, saying how successful the show was. Dad wakes up to read the paper the next Sunday morning and sees his daughter in the front page right. sitting uh, on top of me. 
on the newspaper and he flipped out. So oh, okay. it became now this that story, story makes sense to me. that, yeah, okay. you know, I was sexually, you know, whatever, dancing with this minor. Right. In not, Trinidad. In Trinidad. You wine every not realizing that's the culture in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. How I read the story the was you had jumped yeah. in the crowd or some shit like that. I'm, 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 that makes total sense. Because when mm-hmm. I you, you actually apologized, I was like, I didn't want you. Because sometimes as artists. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. 
Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. We bear on a responsibility that's not ours. That's not ours. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I, I got that for sure. Uh-huh. And then, you know, of course, once CNN and everybody took up and took on the story, right. all the sponsors start pulling out, start doing all this, right? So this became where, the, actually the song came after Poughkeepsie. It really didn't I was come. in jail on Poughkeepsie. Yeah, okay. that's when I, I had threw this kid off the stage for throwing something out, throwing something on the stage for me. So that's more so what I was apologizing for. Mm. But so that's what I thought it was. I mean, sincerely, that's what made me say, you know what? I need to grow up right. on that part of it. Right. Now the Trinidad's play, I didn't think that was my fault at all because right. I'm just doing my job. I got paid for a service. Right. It's not my job to secure security in that club. I don't even or card her. It wasn't your job. Yeah. You didn't know she was. I mean, that's like that has Usher, to do Usher, with Usher me. danced with the fat girl, and then yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> a little different, but yeah, I right. you know. But naturally, when you're a celebrity, clearly the blame has to be on somebody. Right. Right. So the the the, the approach that I took was if the club owners, the security, the whoever was responsible for that protocol is not willing to be a man and take the blame, I'll take it for you then. Oh. Okay, Acorn, man. You know what I'm saying? Look and that's that. what that was. Look at that Henry man. Jones. Righteous Ooh. fucking man. God damn it. <laughs> now, now here's, here's the funny shit about you, right? Is I knew you for years. Yeah. Always a peaceful, always a respectful, 100%. But when you, I Google you, right? Because I had to Google everybody that's on here. Mm-hmm. The first seven things is Acorn fights. Acorn. Are you serious? Am I lying, Diego? Wow. <laughs> the first, I kid you not, I didn't even know that about you. That's crazy. The first seven things, right? Was this the first seven? Yeah, like, yeah four or five. Yeah, something like wow. that. So, are, are are you like appalled by that image? Because I know the real Acorn. Like mm-hmm. I know, it, regardless it, it was violence involved or not, I know that you ain't started. I know you sat oh, no, there. No, no, no. You sat there. You held your ground. The ground. But if a person yeah. violated, then your people had <clears throat> to do what they had to do. But are, are, is, does that ever affect business in any which? Oh way? no, it affects business in a big way. Oh wow! You know, I think I think anything negative like that that involves violence is it's going to stop your money. That's wow. just. Period. But I think wow. at the same time, when you get to a certain level, right. and there seems to be a, a bigger influence towards real money, mm. the protocols that be is going to naturally try to keep you in a place where they can still control you. And I think now that you do it through the internet and they do it through certain links and, and searches and so on and so forth, because most people don't go past that first page when they do searches. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? To mm. see what you're really doing. Like that's mm. the first impression. That's the, yeah. And they, that's why at least you got to be careful what you do because every, everything and every decision you make today is going to affect you tomorrow. And it always affects you when you're not even on that, on that wave. Mm. That's not a reason why you... I heard that you did a big deal with China in terms of credit to help Africa. Mm. In terms of getting a credit line. Is that true? I did a deal with China, yeah. But that has nothing to do with that, though. Saying like the oh, U- U.S. Political. credit line versus a Chinese credit line. Um, it, that gets really deeper into politics. But I would, I would, I would probably say that there's a reason why that's happening. Because political, politically, there's a lot of moves that's, that's that's being made, and I'll probably announce them in a few or you know months to come. But you know, it all makes sense once once we start you know giving some information out. Yeah, and as far as Puerto Rico, we tried to, uh, you know, submit a proposal to be able to provide electricity for Puerto Rico at the time, that, yeah. and 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 our proposal was uh, shut down. Wow. Yep. 
Now, by the um, U.S. government, I think we should. Look I mean, they're the only ones that they're the only ones that can make that decision, right? I mean, I mean, <laughs> versus, versus, like, political, political. politically in, in Puerto Rico, and they're versus, all the same, right? Right. You know, okay. The top so, guy said this ain't gonna look yeah, no go. You're right. You know, fuck yeah, the Republicans. But listen, <laughs> but listen. Now, I had a big debate, right? Mm-hmm. Because a couple of the homies they said that uh, Lady Gaga, right? They said that Lady Gaga, you discovered Lady Gaga because she was writing for you, right? But that's not what I heard. Mm-hmm. What I heard was you discovered Lady Gaga because you was writing for her. I don't know what is which or if you want to answer or whatever. But how did how did how did that happen? You discovered. Well, Lady Gaga was the first artist signed to um well first pop artist signed to the Con Live brand when I went to Interscope. Con I Con Live Con Live yeah. It's so, just your label. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. Um, to be very clear, I didn't discover her. Wow. Um, she was already signed at Interscope mm. when my deal was closed. And Jimmy gave you her. And oh boy. I, I went to Jimmy and said, I need that. Because at the time, they weren't moving on that because she wasn't the priority. So Jimmy played you her music? No, no. I just okay. went through all the demos. So you saw the oh. talent and you saw Yeah, I mean, I, I had just closed my deal there. Wait, so wait, wait, come on, come on, come on, come on. So you're saying you closed your deal and you went and said, I'm going to listen to all your demos? I want to see what y'all got in this building. What type of fucking... Like, what... Because yeah, think about it. What nigga is this nigga? Go ahead. Now think about it. Let's say right now you go to Universal. Uh-huh. They've yeah. signed hundreds of artists that you don't even know is in that building. Yeah. I ain't listening to not one of them niggas' demos. I'm going to be honest. You're a different nigga. Like, right? I'm going to be like, fuck well, yeah, them yeah. niggas. I'm going to my own shit. Damn, you a real nigga. You a real nigga no, for that. think about it. If, if, I ain't gonna, I'm a foul nigga. I'm and sorry. this is how I looked at it. Uh-huh. The labels have already, they already invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into these signs, these signees. Mm. Some of them come, sit there two, three years and that's get what dropped. Eminem was. Yeah, sit there two, three years and get dropped and never had no energy put into them. So I said, before I go out discovering new artists out there that no one cares about, never seen, let me go into a, a, the box of all the artists sitting in this building that they already put jammed money into. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which makes all the sense in the world. But going through it, at the time, I didn't hear her because she was doing blues-like type of, you know. I mean, it, it just didn't, the look and everything didn't fit. And at the time, I was writing for the Pussycat Dolls, and I had just signed a, a producer named Red One at the time. So I was like, yo, I, I had a brightest block because I was right. one, he's not from Canada. He's from Morocco. Okay, he's from Morocco. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. from Africa. North Africa. Yeah. So ultimately, man was writing. I, I mean, I just couldn't come up. I, I, was, I had a writer's block that day. I couldn't come up with nothing. You know what I'm So I needed some inspiration. I was like, yo, get some girls here. Get something crazy. You know, get, give me something that can spark some ideas. He said, well, I know somebody that you can, you, you know, you can come rock with. It's Red One. Red One. Okay. And, you know, he called Lady Gaga down. And her name was Lady Gaga? At that time, yeah. Okay, cool. So you know? she walks into the studio. She walks in the studio. and then You, you know, are a con. This is already yeah. locked up. This is, you already lit. You yeah, got, I mean, at this point, Sierra I'm beyond that. You got Sierra Leone diamonds everywhere. Yeah, that was, that, that was the era. That was the era. That era. Yeah. Like, that was the era. All right. You know, so ultimately, you know, we, uh-huh. we do the song. She's, she goes in the booth, and she's demoing the song out. And I'm like, yo, this bitch is a star. Now, when you say you do the song, she demoing it out. Mm-hmm. You're saying you laid the vocals and then she said your vocals over? No, no. Like, we wrote the song mm-hmm. and she went in to demo it out for To see how it would dogs. sound. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Over the Pussycat so Dolls. Oh. Well, I was writing for the Pussycat Dolls at the time. Wow. Wow. So, she came out the booth. I was like, yo, what's your situation? Like, are you signed? Mm. And she was like, yeah. I said, where? Like, what building? She uh. said, I'm in Interscope. I said, are you serious? Uh. She said, yeah. I said, how long you been there? She said, about a year and a half, two years. 
I was like, oh shit. Well, let's you know, let's work something out. She was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So I called Jimmy. I said, yo, Jimmy, I know exactly who I want to sign off the label ASAP. And I was like, he said, who? I said, Lady Gaga. He was like, really? I said, yeah. I know in his mind, he's trying to figure out like, what? Yo. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Well, what kind but, of deal is that, though? She's already signed to the label that's mm-hmm. distributing your label. Yeah. What kind of deal is that? It's a joint venture. So it changes for her? Now, her numbers don't change. Okay. Just the numbers. Now, Jimmy, Jimmy is like The that. numbers don't change. Something. The only difference is Jimmy will split. The, he has to give up something to you because now you're investing in it. Exactly. Whether Just it's time or money or whatever. But you're not yeah. investing money. You're investing time. No, whatever, whatever it is. Uh-huh. You're not investing money when you say. Or time. No, I'm, time. I'm, I'm taking over the project. Right. At that okay, point, right. I'm, you know, I'm doing all the music. Just him adding yourself to the project is investing in it. No. He's, he, Jimmy knows what I do. Right. Right. So Jimmy had no problem. You know, was saying, okay, take that and put it under your umbrella and let's make this That's thing incredible. big. You know what I'm saying? Now, in, in any other system, they probably would have been like, do it as well. Because they're either going to do that or they're going to end up dropping it. Right. Because mm. it's, it's, it's one of the list of things that there's no attention put on yet. And mm. if she was the kind of artist that was so creative, it was hard to really figure out what that is. Because she had been through four or five labels before she even landed at Interscope. So, so okay, mm. you have this conversation with Jimmy. Jimmy gives you the green light. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Now, now what's the next step after that? Next step, we spent 30 days in the studio and finished the album. We heard Red One. What studio we're at? It was in Atlanta. Yeah, we did that whole oh, album in Atlanta. 30 Doppler. Days. At Doppler, yep. We did her album that. and Tammy Chen's album all in the same month. <clears throat> Separate rooms. Same room. Because after we finished Gaga's album, then we ended up doing Tammy Chen's album. You kept it going, Amy. I respect you. High five. Come on, me. That's how you High five. High five. So, now when we get into the writing process, what, how did the writing process go? Uh, the writing process for me is really simple because after the beat is made, I go in there and lay the melody, and then I listen to the melody and I put the words to it. Mm. Now, is that with her as well? Yeah, with her, she's she she does pretty much the same thing. Um, okay. I think the the melody uh, way was like we, we, she kind of adopted it from us because I think right. you know, but she, she you know she was she was already classical classically you know trained because in the piano of, and everything like that. In my so, opinion, sorry to cut you mm-hmm. off. My opinion, it feels like what you gave to her is the same exact thing what Usher kind of gave to Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Like they they got soul. But you know, like the cosine that, that no, was, no, 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 it's, it's, I'm it's, asking, I'm asking it's, it's, from the outside looking. Nah. Now, what Justin gave to Justin, well, I mean, Usher what, what gave Usher to, gave to Justin Bieber was cosine as far as credibility and a mentorship. Right, because someone is, could say that about Dre with Eminem. Yeah, like me, when when, when I get involved with an artist, when uh-huh. I sign an artist on a label, uh-huh. it's, it's it's that's cosine is the last thing that I see as a as, as a as a um. You could say is uh, an advantage for them because we don't we do beyond that we we actually develop artists like we mm. we artistly develop them you know what I mean mm. and then after all that's done I go on a roll with them from radio station to radio station to meet a DJ to DJ like I, I put them through the same like the same process I went through we jump in a, but you go with them yeah I'm there wow. I'm there, and everybody out there in the business know when I sign an artist, I, I just heard you say Tory Lanez. So what you is had that? Tory Lanez with you too? No, no, no. 
Oh, that's a lot. My bad. What, is, what does that turn into? <laughs> you know, I'm lit. Now, lit though. Like uh, now, when, when when someone, because we all know someone gets involved in someone's career, mm-hmm. and then it works. What is that now? What does that look like now? The business situation I, I, I between y'all, back. the relationship. What is that now? Tell me about this. You mean just in with the artists? Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's good. Like, it's still the same business situation. I'm no, it's not. It's not mm-hmm. at all. Because mm-hmm. no, once not. she goes on, then you yeah, give her the thing her is, space? Once she goes on, she's her own boss. She's her own person. You know, she makes her own decisions. So you know how, what I mean? how far along does that take to, to happen? That normally depends on the person. Depends on the person. You know, some artists is after the first hit record. And some artists is after five, six albums. And some... Stay together forever. It all depends. And is it ever like bittersweet in a sense? Is there ever bad I, business? I don't think it's never really bittersweet for me, you know, um, because I, I I I do it to actually empower them to do it on their own. So you want that for your artist? Absolutely. That's, no, no. I mean, that's, absolutely. Because yeah, not absolutely. not every situation. Yeah. Is I mean, developing artists for them to leave them. Yeah, I, I develop them to be free. You know what I'm saying? Because. If, if you're looking at it from a, a monetary gain standpoint or, or, or a financial gain, you gain no matter what because you're always going to be attached to the product. Right. You know what I'm saying? I felt like when you was, I mean, this, you said you went to the radio station. For me as a DJ at the time, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like you were attached to the project. Like I felt like you Which fell project? back mm-hmm. to Lady Gaga mm-hmm. in okay. the beginning even. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like you felt back and you were letting her just be her and do her and it not seem like she was attached mm-hmm. to you. That's... Mm-mm. But the, the part you're talking about is letting the world know I was attached. Mm. Because I didn't want her to be painted no kind of way urban. You just mm. wanted her to be her. Like, yeah, because as a business person, I was like, the moment people know that she's with me, they're not going to give her the same shot. And she's not going to get that Which audience smart business too. that I need her to get. Because otherwise, a whole bunch of niggas right. would be following her. And she'd be like Pink, selling a million records and trying to get out of that to do something different. So, so what happened? I'm, I'm sorry, and I was in the bathroom real quick. Um, so what happened for the separation? Oh no, I'm just no. We terms. talked about that. We yeah, the terms, I, yeah, the terms so, just so, expired. Yeah, we talked about okay. it. Okay. Yeah, the terms expired. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I was offered, you know, a buyout to, to uh, you know, of my share of the product, you know, my of my part. They right. did change the sound of pop. Oh, so there is a buyout though. See, right. we didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Change the sound. That's what I want to know. That's what I'm trying to. Hey, business level. Yeah. No, he's saying a buyout. So on a businessman level, I want to know like how does that look? Yeah. When the, whole, the, when the artist goes on, you know. Oh no, I mean, well, it's if I didn't if I didn't you know agree to the buyout, I'll still be attached business wise. But as an artist, you kind of feel obligated to make an art, artist feel happy. As a businessman, I raise the value so I can sell it. God damn it. It stops. God, God damn it. That's all it was. God damn it. Make some noise for that, God damn it. Gotta hit him with some artist shit that nigga say, uh-uh, nigga. Yeah. Businessman, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's not artist shit right now. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that. So, um, so you guys made history. It's, it's still cool. Oh, yeah. No, it's, she's like my little sister. Okay. Yeah. W- will she be on your Spanish album? Because you got a Spanish album. Yeah, I'm working Negrito. on it. Negrito. El Negrito. El Negrito. Yeah, yeah. El Negrito. Let me just say something. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm gonna throw this out there. Listen, man, the dog's so rich, man. I just look every time I look over there, man, I just look at richness, man. You know what I'm saying? This my nigga. Entertainment That's Kadar. Yeah, man. Would you like to come and have a seat? You can come and have a seat, please. Please, you come and have a seat. Nah, nah, leave it in the back. That's one guy right there. I gotta tell you, I have so much respect for him because Kadar. He signed you? He's not like. He's not no. When I was at Universal, he was the president at Universal. He ain't signed of all the urban. No, I, I was under him. What do you mean? Oh, okay, all right. That's I what was I'm at about. Universal. All right, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So 
He like, got that money. As 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 many as as much as he's accomplished. I see him at Soul House all the time. <laughs> worldwide Soul House. Like, he just showed me the Soul House worldwide. membership. Oh, I got worldwide. I got worldwide too. But he was there first. He yeah. was there first. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, he 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 was he was a, he was one of those guys. Like he was he he understood how the the corporate side worked, mm-hmm. and he also understood how the street side worked. That's why mm-hmm. he was the perfect. Median between the two sides, mm. and he was able to create on an urban level mm. impacts that most people could never impact. And most time, you don't people know the name but never seen his face. Yeah, that's like, why we can't put him on camera. Now. That nigga he like he like Al Heyman. Yeah, that's like, exactly like you know Al Heyman, you know but you don't know how you know Al the Heyman name, look. but you don't know him. Yeah, yeah, niggas so, be like, that's Al Heyman. I'll be like, nigga, that ain't Al Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I got an Al Heyman check once, yeah. once I got one. That's it. Yeah. Nigga ain't booked me again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I did. <laughs> you know, one time he tried to embarrass me. Who's that Chris Lighting wedding, right? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't try. Yeah, that was not you. Okay. Yeah. Damn, so, that too? He was there. So it was that Chris Lighting wedding, right? Because the ladies talking loud, right? Mm-hmm. So he says to me, you know, that's when Jacob Watch is real popular, right? Mm-hmm. And he remember this? He says to me, he's sitting in the row in front of me. So he's cracking jokes and shit. <laughs> he took his back and said, yo, keep it off. Where's your Jacob watch? <laughs> no, no. I said, motherfucker, I brought Jacob with me. <laughs> Trans- <laughs> Translation for the audience, he started on me. <laughs> he won. He won. He won. No, Kadar's yeah. a good guy, man. Yeah, and you do. know what? Puff said something the other day. I would like to uh, reiterate what he said. Because when I look at Kadar, I think of this. And I think of Irv Gotti. I think of Dame Dashes. I think of Biggs. I think of Hove. And Puff said there's so much limited Mark Pitts, um, Charles Suit. There's so much limited black CEOs out there right now. And Puff's complaint was that corporate America, white America, whatever part of America you want to call it, is not even investing or even trying to make more black CEOs happen. We got no ID. We got these certain people's out there. That should be funded. It should be funded, whether it's their own independent company Mm -hmm. or whether heading Sony or heading, you know, a Def Jam. What do you think about that? I think it's happening because we ain't making it happen yet. Who do you think think making them billions? We doing it. So you expect them to invest in us? Like, why we can't invest on our own? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Why we can't do it ourselves? No, but, 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 but well, I, I, I 100% understand what you're saying. But what Puff is saying is mm-hmm. this is our industry. Exactly. So, 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 so the companies should be invested into our people in this in particular industry. So he's, he's, he's not saying everybody start our own companies, which we can. No, that's not but what he's I'm saying, saying. You know, Def Jam should have... Irv Gotti running it. Kadar should still be uh, running Universal, uh, you know, but, uh, Sylvia Rome, okay, and so on and so forth. It's their company yeah, okay. that they built. Mm. Okay? Mm. You want that, mm. Diddy? How about we start our company that we build, mm. and we become the CEOs? That's why we on Revolt right now. God damn it. Make sure you know. Because <laughs> think about it, bro. Like, the problem is nobody thinks tomorrow long term. Mm. Universal ain't a company that was built yesterday, last week. Yeah, yeah. These, this company damn near almost hundred years old, bro. Yeah. Mm. Straight up. So they, we got to think hundred years tomorrow. 
And they funded by Vivendi, right? But that, even them, that's all European companies. And them niggas own all the water in France? Well, how the fuck you own all the water? It's, it's like, that's hard. That's hard. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one day, one day I'm in Def Jam. I used to smoke in Def Jam all the time, right? So they said, Yo, the owner of Vivendi's coming today. I said, Word? That nigga's ill. What the fuck is Vivendi? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said, a nigga own all the water in France. I said, all right, I'm going to put out my weed. No, he, he, I, he, they didn't even ask me to put the he, weed he, out. I was just like, fuck it. The nigga yeah. own all the water in France. No, he's, I don't think he used to smell weed when he walked yeah, through yeah. here. <laughs> I went too far. He's, he's one of the shareholders of Avendi. And he's, he's actually, he owned majority of the ports. You know, the ports on the water? Yes. All the shipping and all that come in. Okay. And majority of his money come from Africa. Mm. Yeah, he, and you know that. I know him. You know him. I know his man. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta stop. Who I gotta remember who I'm talking to. Nigga, don't bring electricity. He done did everything the fuck he had to do. Okay, so hold on, Acorn. I got some, I got some questions. Goddamn it, I got some questions. I, I was ready for a long time, brother. If we got the Lady Gaga shit out of here, okay. So now. Here's where we gotta go. I would like to say, rest in peace to Screw. 1,000%. I had never met Screw, me personally, but I've been affected by Screw's death because Capone and you guys somehow was was whatever. I don't know the story, right? Me and Capone was actually not in good terms at that time. time. So, but I remember how... How much in the beginning when this first happened, how much, you know, Block Warrior, they, wherever I was at, people from Block Warrior, they'd come up to me, yo, Nori, and I'm looking, and there'd always be somebody like, no, 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 it's not him. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, for real. It's real shit. Like, and they'd be like, no, it's not him. And I was just standing there, and they'd be like, I'd be like, but I understood, because I had never met Screw, but I understood how important he was. Yeah. And then, so, me as a person who's a per- who, who uses my intelligence? I went studied. So I went, and that's probably one of the most genuine. No, 1,000%. Ill- I've never met him. Yeah. But I'm just saying, from what I've researched, mm-hmm. it's probably um, one of the most straight up, that I'm down, one of the most realist people. So, how did you even meet Screw? Yeah, they don't make them like him no more. I, I met him when I moved to Jersey. Okay. You know? Um, he was actually uh, the one that uh, kind of mentored me because he was like a big brother to me. And then he introduced me to the whole you know crew at Baldwin, the Baldwin Posse at the time before Block Warrior had even existed. Uh-huh. And that's how that whole concept came about because we was like royalty <clears throat> on our own block. It was wanted. We were all royalties on our own. Okay, royalty. That was okay. the mind state. Okay, you know. And that's how it all you know the whole concept came about. But he was he was clearly a leader though. Right. That's for sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. And everybody looked up to him in a big way because he was the per- he was the person. If there was a problem, they would call him to you know put both sides together and, and piece it together. That's why they called him Screw because he would screw. Yeah, oh, he would everything. He would yeah. everything together. Oh, screw I know. Because he's a Puerto Rican that can go squash the beef in yeah, Black Project. He, exactly. Right. You know what I mean? right. He fuck with blacks. He fuck with Puerto Ricans. Right. Everybody loved everybody him. Knew him. So when there was a problem. They're called school and they're like, out of respect for him, they'd be like, all right, cool, we'll talk, we'll chop it up. And he always put, you know, put, put people together. And that's, that's, you know, that's, that was his thing. Right. Oh, yeah. So do you know the, do you know the actual story of... 
Yeah, so. What you we, know, because I don't know. All right, so it was me, Screw, and Capone. We were all hanging out that day. Because y'all yeah, was actually That whole together. week we was together. Right. That okay. whole week, right? Yeah. You know, and then, um, so, but I was leaving, me and Screw was leaving out to go to the Bahamas that day that mm. it happened. Wow. So me, me, you know, we we was coming from New York. Me, Screw Capone, we went up on the. Tunnel. This is after locked up. This is Acorn is Acorn. Acorn yeah. is not like you're not coming up. You you you're on your way. Yeah, I'm I'm on my way. Okay, good. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, we was like, yo, we, go, we go heading to the Bahamas. Everything was going good. We we did we used to do this thing every weekend at the ringside. Ringside, you, you still do. This, I just seen a recent picture with you and Snoop Dogg at Ringside. Yeah. Is that true? Yep. So oh, with Mario is the guy yeah, named Mario. Mario. He's okay. like Godfather down there. Okay. Godfather. Right. You see, so, I'm on point there. I'm on point. Mario. I do my research, nigga. Nigga, I'm good at my job. Come on. Yeah. So ultimately, you know, so we invited Capone. We're like, yo, man, you gotta come out, come fuck with us. You know, you gonna have a great time. Because was Capone eventually supposed to sign to to Brock yeah, Mario or 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 we was thinking about because me and Screw was actually, you know. That's my brother. So everything right. we was doing together. So the whole idea was, you know, the Block Royal would be the Or Convict arm. music or Well it was Convict was already in place. Okay. But Block Royal was something we wanted to do for the community. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And more so anything we wanted to make it more keep it Latin. Wow. You know, wow. Convict music would be the black side, Block Royal is the, mm. the, the the Latin side. Because mm. it was different music, different genre, different mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. So ultimately, you know, we uh, we went up and, and had the, the, the comedy show. Everybody had a great time. Now, I had to go back to my hotel to grab my bags and everything because we leaving out that morning. Mm-hmm. So as I'm saying, okay, we're going gonna, gonna to pull out. We get in the car. We start pulling in. They still in the, um, in the, in the, um, the comedy center. Mm-hmm. Everything lets out. Capone and everybody's downstairs chilling. Night's about to close out, but not quite. Everybody's out front. Mm-hmm. Capone was about to pull out, so school was like, "All right, well, cool. Let me just make sure walk into the car, make sure everything is all good." All right. As Capone was moving out, he we went a little we went a little ahead of school because there was a conversation happening. And as Capone was coming out, somebody jammed him to the, against the door with a gun, trying mm-hmm. to rob him for his chain. Right. School noticed that dude was trying to get at him, right. so he rushed out to the front and caught dude dead in the act as he was robbing Capone. Now you're not dead, but this is what you hear. Yeah, okay. I'm, you know. It's Robin Capone. So Screw stepped in front, grabbed the dude from, you know, with the gun, and snuffed him. Mm. As he snuffed him, was everything was going on, moving around, going on. Everybody came out, realized, okay, there's a fight. Right. They all go jumping and everything else. And Screw was on top of him, just punching him. Punching him, punching him. Next thing you know, he just fell on him. And he was like, why everybody jumping? They ain't not even going on. So you find that. out, because of all the commotion that was going, when, when Screw grabbed him and punched dude, the gun went off. Yeah. Oh, wait, so the guy on the floor um, shot, shot him? or was Well, the gun, gun went off. off. Oh. As he was snatching the gun to hit him, in the midst of the commotion, the gun went off. I understand what you're saying now. You, know, you follow what I'm okay, saying? Okay, now I understand. So, so the guy's, pardon me, because I don't want to point at you. Yeah. So the guy's pointing at him, yeah. school grabs him, and then she grabs all right, the gun, all right, all right, punches damn, him. All right, in the yeah. mix of all that happening, Okay, Screw's on top of him punching him now, so they're not thinking that nobody got shot. He's not even knowing he got hit. Right. You follow him when it, when it went off. Damn. So when he fell on him, that's when they realized, oh shit, he's actually hit. Damn. You follow what I'm saying? So as they was rushing him to the hospital, he got there safely, but then by the time he got there, by the time I got to the hospital, he had already been pronounced dead. Right. God bless. Yeah. God bless. And um, because the reason how I heard about it, 
was a paper in Jersey mm-hmm. had wrote about it. And when they wrote about it, they said Noriega. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because they couldn't tell y'all two apart at the time. They know. <laughs> yeah, they so, know who. so I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I kept fuck? calling him Nori when y'all was <laughs> right. oh, so And they like, yo, I ain't Nori, B. I'm like, nigga, shit, shit. You just remember Noriega. Right, right. What, 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 what? Like, that's the only nigga you remember. But um, God, first off, everybody, please, right now, I would like to have a moment of silence for Screw. So everybody, give us three, four seconds. God bless. Man, um, yeah, I never, like I said, I never met the homie. Yeah, good dude. Every, every Puerto Rican nigga I ever met that knows him, they sit up to him like, yo, damn, what the fuck? Y'all niggas, And I'm like, ah, so I appreciate, I appreciate you keeping his memory alive, and I appreciate you keeping the Black Warrior people oh, sure. around you, like, because it's an honorable thing to do, because the level you're at, you don't have to keep ties with anybody. I mean, you don't have to. You should, but you don't have to. But the fact that you do shows how honorable you are. And I have to respect that. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple more questions. Then we go. You, were the, you, you got one, E? Or you were... Okay. Guy, what you got? I got... Where I'm going is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm going is different. All right. So... You you are married. <laughs> you went mad. I but, can't go there just yet. But you got like nine though, right? That's hard. That number's inflated. It's inflated. That's four. Yeah, I got more than one. I can I, I can go that far. Okay. But I can't go deep into <clears throat> it just yet. Okay. So you multiple wives. Polygamy. That's hard. And now now in order for me to do that, mm-hmm. I got to be Muslim. Nah. I gotta take my shahada. You could be Mormon. Huh? You could be Mormon. Mormon? No, I can't be Mormon. Mormon. Them niggas don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I need my TV, Acon. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Mormon yeah. niggas, them niggas be rocking crocs. You could be Mormon or Muslim. Uh-huh. Believe it or not, you can actually be Christian too. It's in the Bible. Get out of here. It's in the Bible. It's, it's a lot Bible. of religions. Wait, wait. Tell me, tell me the Bible shit because I'm. It's just y'all scared. I'm definitely scared. <laughs> definitely. Uh, I'm, but you can do it. All right, so so all right, so explain to the normal nigga that's scared <laughs> that you can have you can have Keisha and Aisha if you wanted to. I need you to explain it. <laughs> He's like, nah, it, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, it's not that. Like in Africa it's a tradition. So this is just a different life. So all your wives are African? No, they all American actually. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I gotta be a student right now. I'm in therapy class. How do you pull this off, sir? But it's, it's not really nothing you pull off. Like, think about it. Look at the average person today, right? You got your main girl, you got your side piece. I don't got none of that. I don't got, got none of that either. I got listen, listen, listen. I seen do all this. You, you got a Dominican girl. No, you better Dominican relax. White. Listen, <laughs> right? You yeah. better relax. Listen. Okay. I hear all that talking. Oh. You need to make her mistress. I'm just saying. I don't know how y'all title them. Mm-hmm. How y'all say it? Mm. But if I go down, we all going down. That's New Jack City. No, I'm just no, 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 I'm I don't want to go down with no, you. No. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, no, no. Uh, no. Real, real talk. Real talk. Okay. This may not apply. To you or my brother O, or whoever else 
that it may not apply to. But the average guy has his main chick, his side piece or mistress, mm. his jump off, mm. and whatever else new that come about. It could be a one night stand. It could be somebody you meet at the club. Whatever the case may be. Now, at the end of the day, we can say that that your girl don't know what you're doing or don't know what's happening. But she knows you better than you know yourself. Mm. She know what the hell you out there doing, bro. She just don't call you out on it. And women have this tendency of, well, it's actually natural. If you tell her that this is what it is, <coughs> she builds and starts to structure her life around what you tell her. You got niggas coughing back there, Acorn. I just wanted to uh, right? keep going. So... That's how women do, because they're very emotional creatures. So they're going to build their life around you and what makes you happy. Not only that, but what makes you comfortable. So if you tell, look, baby, this is what it is in my life. This is how it is. She builds her life around that now. Mm-hmm. So now, imagine being a person that caters your, their, their whole way of existence around the way you live. And then one day finds out that everything you've been telling her was a lie. So now she done structured her whole life around a lie. So what does she do? Niggas, then, I mean, every woman is different. Mm. How they react to it, it depends on the woman. Mm. But they going to react. My approach is just totally different. I keep it all the way 100. So you tell them from the beginning, from I'm the married. Beginning. I got nine other motherfuckers. Straight up. And we going to fuck, and you might be my 10th. <laughs> is that the, sounds like credit cards. I know. I mean, no, I'm not gonna lie. I, I said it in a Nori way. I said it in a Nori way. But like in the Acorn way, is like, is it similar? Like, listen, baby, you can be the prize one, and you getting it. It's not like no, nah, but just, see, Nori, you, you, you like you approaching it from a pimp. No, like, I, this, I don't want to be. How, a, I tried to be a pimp for a week and didn't work pimp, out for me. This how pimps talk to women. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, it didn't work out for me. I don't like, want to be a pimp. Yeah, so it's not it's, good. For okay, me. let's put it this way. It's as simple as this. Let's say you married. I am. Oh, we're not trying to. <laughs> He's trying to look good in front of his wife and for him. Me too, nigga. I want you. Yeah, I got mean, you. Right. Right. Don't worry. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is, that makes you look guilty. You don't have to try hard. If you're a what? good person, what? Listen, what? if you're a good husband, bro, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm if you're a good husband, you ain't got to wave the white flag to nobody. That's, that's very true. I don't got to do if you're that. Husband, shit. You're a good husband. That's very true. That's very true. That's very true. All this trying to look good. What are you hiding, bro? I know I'm a good husband. Right? I ain't with so, you on my brother. Yeah. You better be you better be claiming that too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, claim, so, I'm claiming that. Let's say the average right. guy is taken, right? And he meets a girl. Mm. And the girl that he's with now, that he's taken with, he's already had a conversation saying, Listen, this is my way of life, this is the tradition. Yes, I'm planning on marrying you, but I'm entitled to having one, two, three, or four wives. Right. Alright? Now, you explain that to number one. Okay. From day one, if she's cool with that, then Alhamdulillah, that's you. If she ain't cool with that, then she's not the wife for you. Right. If that's what you plan to do. Mm. Now, on a woman's standpoint, this is what happens. Two things happen. First of all, you keep it real with her. So she keeps that respect for you because you didn't lie to her. You told her exactly what you mm. feel and what she's getting into. 
And number two, now she can prepare herself mentally to say, okay, you know what? If I deal with Nori and this is what he wants, is this something that I want in my life? Right. You follow what I'm saying? Now she can make that decision because right. you gave her the option to make that decision. Okay, but have you ever made a bad bitch where you're like, yo, yo, what's up, baby? Yo, I'm trying to get with you. She's like, and then you like, I don't want no nigga with a wife. And you just lied for that moment. You was like, I ain't got no vibes, bitch. Never. <laughs> Come on. Man. Never, bro. Never. Never. He wasn't in Mexico one night. No, listen. Yeah, nah, no, they Never. Omar, you know this before I was who yeah. I was. Uh, so don't, you know this. My father got too wild. So what, what I'm saying is at the end I of the day. I've seen a picture of Pops too. If, he look like if, he's taking bitches down still. <laughs> <laughs> still to this day. I've seen it. If, if, yeah. if, 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 if that happens... I tell her straight up, look, I'm look, it's right now, I don't even try to hide it. I let them know straight up, I'm married. And I got this amount of kids, and they come first. How many kids you have? Enough. I got six and a possible. I don't know where the other one nigga is at. <laughs> possible. That's not for the possible, man. Yeah, Screw me up. I got, I, got, I got a possible running around there. I got a space hand, my nigga. Yeah. She's real. I'm sorry. And once they know, I mean, at that point, shit, if it all fails, y'all can always just be friends. Right. But if a woman knows what she's getting into, bro, she ain't gonna be a problem. We uh-huh. were just in the club just the other day, me and my little brother. Uh-huh. And me knowing what everybody already know, the chicks came to me asking to be a wife. She introduced herself to me as his next wife. Like, hi, yeah. I'm your brother's next wife. I'm like, he ain't uh-huh. even met you yet. Yeah. But that's, that's how hard, she wanted me. That's and, hard. And then, and then she went to him like, hello, I'm your new wife. And letting her like, know. She let him know that she is. Well, that happened to the regular dude. That it won't happen to the regular dude. No, right because now. the regular dude ain't communicate that. Right. You, you follow? Yeah, like, shit. if I already communicated that, that the shit, woman comes know. to me already knowing what it is. Mm. Now, you haven't communicated that. So, she's coming to you knowing what it is to her. And you know, you, you know his girl. You know his girl was in Big Pimpin' video. Not my girl, bro. Relax. <laughs> Relax, dog. His girl, let my me ex-girlfriend from like fucking high school. This she guy was in Big brings it up like it was yesterday. Listen, his girl. Listen, listen. His girl fucking was guy. in Big Pimpin' video. His girl was in. Not my girl. Made you look. And what other videos? Video? First of all, you making up videos now. <laughs> you know the grapevine stories? This motherfucker takes it to another level, bro. I'm trying to think of the Made You Look video. Nah, no, it wasn't Made You Look. I mean, you I listen, Akon. There's only dudes in that video. Uchiwali, Uchiwali. Excuse me. Uchiwali? Listen, listen, Akon, I want you to ask this. Yeah, and bro, bro, listen, listen. I want you to let me know. She was up on Listen, listen. You can hear his story, but then there's a real story. All right, listen. I want you to tell me if my friend is petty or not. His name is DJ EF, and he's my brother. He's this my is the partner. Fake story. Make some noise for him, goddamn. Hey! But, but his girl went to Big Pimpin video. My real girl hates that you bring this story up all the yeah. fucking time. Um, and then she went to Uchiwali video, and then he never dealt with no, her again. No, that's not the way it went. Down. She in both videos. Now she she was in, in both videos. In song. No, no, this is my story. I'll let you tell your story now. Now, if your girl went to Big Pimpin and Uchiwali video. Who girl? Your girl. Go to it. She didn't go to it. No, I'm just saying. If was... your girl, she's aspiring to be a model. No, she's Would in you the cut video. her off? My girl aspiring to be a model. She aspiring to be a model. And goes to an Uchiwali I video. No Uchi... to be a model. I'm not going to lie. I'm with you on that. Don't listen to his version, though. Aspiring to be a model, I work for the casting company. So what you was you doing? Casting him in the video, making him to be aspiring model. 
The way you just he, he put a business head. model together yeah. right now. Shout out to casting by Carol. That nigga look like Harvey Weinstein with the with the two buddy. I'm fucking with you. I'm sorry. That wasn't funny. Y'all both know, but all right, cool. Especially in that era of hip hop, yes. Models don't exist in mm. casting. My, like, so you saying you knocked down a lot of models? No. What no. I'm saying is, <laughs> I was trying to go there. I know so. you. I know you. <laughs> you know he's, what, what road he's going what, down. What, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, music videos were never made for models. Right? Mm. So if you're trying to be an inspiring model, the video scene is not where you're gonna be at. Because mm. first of all, if you've been in the video, agencies ain't even gonna accept you. Mm. Cause they just they never at that time especially they didn't look at hip hop videos right. as something classy. They look at it as something ratchet. So he pleaded my case mm. for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the video models was popping. <laughs> yeah. I mean it all depends. I'm good. I'm gonna try. He said he's good like he smoked. He almost he almost reached out. Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> and my mom. And my mom. So um you said you said the uh, the video mod. Okay, so now. But he was wrong for cutting her off for being in Uchi Wally video. I didn't cut her off. No, nah. he did. He did the right thing. No, nah, I didn't cut her off though. We <laughs> went separate ways. But she decided to, to go Uchi that way. She was on a horse. All right, wait, hold on. What was the first video she was in? The thong song. At that thong time, thong song. Bro, the thong song. Hey, come, stop, stop. At that no, no, time, no, no, hey, come, hey, come. You did the right thing, bro. The thong song. If she was a thong song, just the thong song. Did he do the right thing by cutting her off? He did the right thing by Uchi Wally. Bro, this Uchi Wally. There's a laundry list of videos like we can talk about right she now. Was well, the thong song, that ain't really no threat. Why it's not no threat? Because Cisco ain't trying to knock her down. Cisco running on top of their heads and all that. Cisco ain't trying to knock her down. Cisco was a good guy. Cisco was fucking everything back then. Cisco was a good guy. I told you she was in one of your videos in the the joint that never came out, the Ja Rule joint. I'm going to live my life. She was there. Yeah, Cisco was a good guy, but y'all niggas, man. If my woman talk about she coming to you, one of y'all, man. What? Nah, I ain't gonna lie. Right now, if your woman tell you she's coming to my video right now, she's safe. You married? Yeah, I mean, I'm married, bro. But, listen, but, but I ain't gonna lie. Listen, your ring is as big as mine. Oh, shit, yeah, so yeah. we we in the same boat. But you got eight of them though, my nigga. Let me know. I got one, my nigga. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I know. I know you doing something good. Because <laughs> I can't do it, man. Eight. Or whatever you got. It doesn't matter how many you got. That shit is... You got more than one. And, you're way, and you don't got gray hairs. Why you don't got gray hairs? I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's just communication, man. That's dope. It's communication. But the hardest part is the time. Spending time. That's the hardest part. The hardest yeah. part, honestly, is putting, putting the time in. So what does Akon do on a date? What do you... You go to roller skating rings? Oh, you mean for fun? Yeah. I go to the movies. Movies? Yeah. What's the last movie you saw? Uh, I ain't been to movies in a minute. Damn. You <laughs> <laughs> had no fun lately. Hey, the ladies is listening like, he what working, the fuck? He working. Hey, man, I've been working so hard, man. Yeah. I don't even... So I, what do you do for fun? What, what's a fun day for? The studio, honestly. Nah, man, you yeah, can't do that. You. Nah, nah, all right. no, 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 no. Fuck the studio. Come on. I promise Stop. you, because you, you answer it like me. That's exactly. No, but but on everything. Yeah, but um, I only got one woman, so that's cool. <laughs> but what what do you you gotta satisfy other people? All right, so now, one of your wives. We don't know how many wives we got. We don't care. We just know you got a lot. <laughs> one of your wives come to you and say, "Baby, I would like to spend a day with you." What is your plan? 
take it from there. I would tell them to make the plan. You would tell them to make the plan. Yeah, it's easy. Okay. So now she says. And they, more, yeah, they, they got more time to think about. They do great. I mean, we, when we do things, there ain't really much we could do. Right. We don't do much. Because you can't really walk through the park. Yeah. Like, because yeah, they, Akon can't walk they know through all Flushing the Meadow Park. Like, they know all the fun stuff to do. Like, right. You can't like, go to Noble by yourself. Noble? Yeah, everybody Noble. You could go to Noble by yourself? Which Noble, though? New York? I ain't never been to Noble. <laughs> you ain't never been to... Well, come on. But come I can on. go. You never been to Noble? Mm. What is Noble, man? I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck? Japanese shit. The only, no, the only Noble I've ever been to was the one in, 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 um, in the UK, but not in the States. You got to go to the one in Malibu, brother. I ain't been to one. You know what? what? I take that back. I did go to the one in Malibu. It's fantastic. That's the new one. The one new, near the... Um, Soho House? The new Soho House, yeah. Oh, God damn it. Okay. High five, high I've been five. That no, high five, high five. High five. <laughs> yeah, listen. You got it. That's fantastic. I got to get used to the high five. That's a white boy shit. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely, definitely been hanging around white boys I, I, I a like, long time, man. Yeah, yeah high five. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I'm a little crazy. <laughs> so, so, but you have Aiden Noble. That's a, that's a, that's a good thing. Noble is one But I, I was never really um like a, a industry restaurant type of dude. That's why you never see me in the restaurant. Wow. The food is bland. The, the, the service is mad little. I like I like like the hole in the wall gutter like soul food West okay, Indian. Let's, You'll let's, find me in the hood for food. So let's let's describe one of your favorite hood foods because you know I got a food show as well. Mm-hmm. So let's describe one of your favorite hood food shops. Oh man, Island Cafe in Atlanta, on Memorial Drive. Island Cafe, bro. Okay. Listen to me. I don't care what where you ever ate West Indian food, you ain't gonna find no place bigger than better. Than Island this Cafe. Island Cafe. Have you ate ever ate famous fish on 145th Street and St Nicholas? In Harlem? No, I don't think so. I might have though. That's the spot you took us to after. I might have though. Yes. What kind of spot is it? It's fried fish. Oh yeah, if it's fried fish, I ain't been in there. Oh, you don't fuck with fried fish? Not, not since high school. Why? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your girlfriend gave you crabs? You ain't been fried fish since high school. Everybody likes, every no. black nigga in the world loves fried fish. Nah, like Acorn. But, but, now you white now. No, no, you just no, no, it's, not, it's not even. It's not even. <laughs> it's, no, when, when you start experiencing other types of fishes, yeah, that's true. Like you it's, it's just different. Like because fried fish is where you start at. Yeah, yeah it's it's and there ain't really no Ain't flavoring fried fish until you put some hot sauce on it. Whereas when you start eating like grilled, this nigga is this nigga from down south. It's a different taste. That is St. Louis coming out of him like hell. That is St. Louis. That's some that's some St. Louis shit right there. Nigga said you ain't even tasting until you put hot sauce on it. Jesus. You are a dirty mole right now. <laughs> Yo, but, um, okay, boom. So, locked up. Mm-hmm. We already covered that? No, we did not. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is the, your introduction to the industry. Locked up, they won't let me out. I know I can't sing. I apologize. But you understand my passion. Mm-hmm. Locked up comes out. Now, you say you was born in St. Louis. So you're actually not the immigrants that... Um, that's going through this immigration shit right now. But you could have easily been born in Senegal. But you went back to Senegal, right? Mm-hmm. You, you were just born and so then went back. back. So coming back, you are like oh, I was immigrants going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's locked weird. up. If you would have been born in Senegal two days before, came to, to St. Louis, and then went and, and uh, got locked up, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even be here. Possibly not. So how do you... Uh, one... How do you feel like about the you know the immigration shit? Oh, that's, that's it's horrible. Like that's horrible, bro. I honestly I don't even know what to say about it. You know, it's, it's just inhuman to me. All right. I, I was never a per, kind of person that liked anything like gates, barriers, or you know borders. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. All I right. just feel like the earth was built for us to roam through it. Like this should never should be like. A borderline where you can go on Earth and talk about. You, you reside yeah. in the states you know right now. Yeah, I'm based in. The Do States. you ever feel like with everything going on right now to like live somewhere else, another country? Um, I, th- I mean, I got places in other countries, but I prefer to be in the states. Yeah. Now, right. if I had to make a choice between living in Africa and living in the states, I would choose Africa. Get the fuck out of here. What part of Africa? In Senegal. Senegal. Yeah. Shit, real like that. Yeah. It got like a Miami type of place? Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Where at? What's the shit name? Nakar. Nakar? I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Take my money and get the fuck about it. Yeah, you go Dakar, Cape Verde. All is right next door to each other. And I come in. It's beautiful. I mean, it's like like Hawaii. Oh, Cape Verde? Yeah. Oh, that's where Cape Verdeans come from? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's what um like that's where all Boston is from. Yeah, yeah. Majority Boston. Half of Boston and Rhode Island. Yeah. It's from there. Your tree is over there too. And what? Atria. Atria. Oh. 
God damn, it sounds very exotic. <laughs> so, so now, Locked Up. So this song comes out. Now, it's inspired from you being locked up where, uh, at what time? Um, what you mean, like when? Yeah. I got locked up in around, I think, 98. Got locked up in 98. I had NRE album. I was shining at that time. I'm so sorry. It was lit, right? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Would you listen to my album in jail? Because that shit was lit. After I got out. Okay. So, so locked up. You come home. You come home. SRC, correct? Yep. This is Steve Rifkin, which is my boy. Uh, Steve Rifkin. Formerly, formerly loud music. Former loud music. Yeah, formerly loud. So how does this connection come out for Locked Up to even come out? Um, well, when I got out, I was I was um, at the crib, just kind of just in the studio. Jersey City? No, I was in Atlanta. Okay. At that time. okay. And then... Um, no gas station at the time? No, nah, no gas Okay, station. continue. Pre-gas station. Yeah, this is... <laughs> so... Uh, Divine was shopping five songs that I just recorded. Who? Divine. Okay. Yeah. So ultimately, what happened was we had got offers from like four or five labels. Mm. And Steve Rifkin was brought to our attention um, through a friend of ours named Bernard Alexander. Uh, I know Bernard Alexander. But at the time, Steve Rifkin never had anything RB. Is that correct? No, no, he did. He had some. I, I, I wasn't what? quite sure what 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 is. I didn't even know who Steve Rifkin was at that time. Oh, you no, know, but he was, coming, he was coming off Mob Deep, okay. Mob Deep, you know, Fat Joe, and all those guys. Big pun. Big pun, rather. Yeah. Um, so at the times, um, like I, we was literally I, I in the middle it. of the hood. Like we lived in Atlanta, where, where, we, where I was staying at the time. We was like in the literally in the center of the hood, but we had like a huge mansion right in the middle of the hood. Right. And I was upstairs. And Devon was like, yo, man, you know, we got an exec that's going to come by and you know, meet you. He want to meet you. So I wasn't sure from what label or who. You know? And then I looked outside and I see you know, these two white guys coming to the door with T-shirts and, and jeans. And one Steve had a suit Rifkin on. Steve Rifkin and who? Huh? Steve Rifkin and who? It was, I don't know, I don't know who the other two guys. Was, was it Richard Isaacson? No. I, and you know what? Rich Isaacson, I think, was one of them, man. Okay. I think he was one. Okay. The other one was a secure, some Russian security dude. Mm. But I thought he was the feds, so I ran through the back door. The back <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that meeting ended quick. <laughs> Wait, nigga pulled up and you I ran? ran? Yeah, I ran out the back. Nigga, coming to sign you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of life is you living in? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Continue. Right. So now they're in the living room waiting. Dubai, like, what the hell's car? Come back. Come find out. I done dipped out the back door. So he go find me. I'm at the park. Like, nigga, what the fuck? And then get over here, man. That's exactly what I was telling you about. I was like, oh, shit. So I come back through front though, and I see Steve Rifkin. You know, and you don't down. know who Steve Rifkin is. I have is. no idea. Down to earth though. Uh-huh. You know, mad cool. He comes. He said, "Listen, I know you got other offers on the table." He said, "I'm, you know, I don't have any money. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't have enough. I don't have the kind of money they're gonna offer you." He said, "But what I can tell you is that if you sign with me, I'm gonna hold you down and I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure I make you a star, no matter what. Whatever sacrifice I need to make, I'm gonna make." And what drew me to Steve was the fact, first of all, he came to my house in the hood where nobody would show up in that area. That was fourth ward. So for him to come that far and take the first flight out after hearing the records and come to me, that was worth more than any kind of money anybody. But how did you guys even get him the records? I'm sorry. 
It was sent to him. Okay. It was, it was, you know, the records were sent to him. But y'all met him somewhere or something or? Uh-uh. We had never met until Were y'all sending records out to, to labels? Nah, Bernard. Bernard came and took my records. Oh. You know, the Bernard came and took my records and he went around, you know, shopping them. And um, he got, I think he connected with a guy named, at the time, it was Kenny Burns. Wow, yeah, Kenny we had Burns. Kenny on the we show. Kenny on the yeah. show. And then Kenny Burns was the one that took this, the, the record to Steve Rifkin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's got, you got, matter of fact, I'll take that back. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, I was, I was Isaacson. Yep. And then um, when when we got when, when it was on three way, Kenny was on the other side. Like nigga, I told you, nigga. I'm telling you, nigga. I told you, huh. nigga. You know, he was one. <laughs> but yeah, Kenny, Kenny definitely was the one that passed it over to Steve before Steve came out there. But it was more about you know, I knew at that moment that. I can build something with this with this guy. You know Steve. what I'm saying? With Steve. That's when okay. I knew I could build something big with him because it was about his passion for what I did and his willingness to be down no matter what. And that meant more to me than anything, especially with that mentality, the street mentality at that time. Oh. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the word lonely, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh shit. DeKalb County. That's Selica Jail. Is that a jail? Mm-hmm. That's where I was, that's that's where I wrote the song. Yeah. I did not know that. Smoke some more. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. But I had locked up and lonely next to each other. I had no idea. So lonely, you was locked up in jail. Yeah, that's where I wrote it. Wow. That whole first album, majority of it, every song in there was wrote in jail except trouble nobody. Wow. Cause I wrote, I, like, don't, and the reason why, like, Ghetto was written in there. I mean, all the songs except Trouble Nobody. Trouble Nobody was the only song off that album that I didn't write while I was locked up. And mm. I wrote that after I left court. Mm. I got out of court and I wrote that one because the judge told me not to trouble nobody. Wow. So, um, you come home. What makes you want to keep these songs? Not write all new material. I, I, I wouldn't know how to write new material because all my songs are based on my experiences. Mm. So I didn't know how to not talk about what I was already going through. First of all, because I was surrounded by it and like I was being drowned by everything that I'm going through anyway. So I, I couldn't even think outside of what I was dealing with to even make up a story or make up a, 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 a you know a song for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that experience actually became the content in which I wrote about. Before you were in, were you already an aspiring artist? Um, before I was in, I was inspiring hustler. I think the music was more of like a a, 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 a way of kind of event, you know, event kind of platform for me. Like Because I never really talked to too many people about my problems, so whenever I was going through something, I just right. wrote about it. So, release. Yeah, so music was more like a hobby for me at that right. time. I didn't think it would be something I utilized as a career. Okay, um, now, Invest in Africa. I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I'd like to go a little bit more deeper in debt. Mm-hmm. Why, should, why should we invest in Africa? I know why should we, we should invest in Afri- Africa, but I would like for us to tell the, the masses, the, the whole world. Well, this, this is what I can tell you. I know okay. a lot of times we... We have the tendency to blame the white man for everything that's going wrong, right? Mm. And white man is fucked up. Fuck it. Yeah. So, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I mean, I mean, that's how. Maybe I, not. That's okay. that's the majority of African Americans in America feel. Mm. You know, you're not saying nothing that everybody don't feel. Not, right. That may not make, that don't necessarily mean it's true. Right. But 
with the circumstances that surround us, that's why we believe that way, you know? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was like, if you are in a position in life where you feel like you don't own your own content, you don't mm. own anything, and they should be investing in us, this is the opportunity now to be able to own that in which we're complaining about. Mm. Because in Africa, it's a clean slate. You can build that empire there. You can build that infrastructure there. It just and you already got the you know the information. You're already educated on how to do it because we've done it here and made billions of dollars for corporations all day. Africa is the only place in the world where black people can go and build Fortune 500 companies from scratch within five years. Wow. It could be like China easily. No, seriously. And this took them hundreds of years to build. You can build it now within five years. China took that same, you know, mind state 25 years ago. China was no different from Africa 25 years ago. Go to China now. Look at Dubai, the Middle East. They just started 15 years ago and started. I'm kind of me. Me just want to be 100. I understand what what you exactly mean. So you're saying that Africa right now. So how how could Africa be the new China? How how can we say that? So we're saying for all our black people, yes. Go back to Africa. Okay. Whatever you're doing here, do it there. Whether so it's uh, real so, uh, estate, entertainment, uh, education, label, sneaker company, whatever, clothing line, whatever. Start it there. Do it there. Don't even start it. Do it there. It's gonna grow out of there anyway. But Africa's big enough; you won't ever have to need no other country anyway. Wow. Think about it. Everything you do you're is in you America. You get hot in Africa. No, you don't. Well, it depends on you. Said Africa's country, the second biggest continent the in the world. Africa. It's over a billion people. Who, who, who's, who's the biggest continent? Europe? Yeah. Who's the biggest continent? Well, it's continent Asia. and continent. Asia, Asia is the biggest okay. continent. Asia, and that's then China, Africa. Korea. It's, it's, it's all them. Russia, in, India. In, in, India, all them put together, though. Right. That makes Asia. Right. And it's not that much bigger than Africa. And Africa uh, is the second biggest continent. Wow. With more natural resources with, as well. With all the natural resources. Right. That's the difference. Oh. So we got, we got a, literally got a pot of gold and nobody even going for it. Exploited by outside. So how do we well. start this? How do we start? How do we start to say, you know what? Let's invest back in the motherland. Let's. let's I think know. the key is, you know, first of all, you got to release the fear because a lot of you know African Americans are afraid to go to Africa. No, because I'm not because gonna of, lie. But, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, lie. Which, I mean, actually, I, I was offered so many shows to Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. And then they told me I could get shots, and I was like, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I've never actually been to Africa because I didn't want to get the shots. I didn't know. I didn't know they injecting shit in me. Like I was scared. This is back in the days. That's why I said you got to release the fear. Got to release the fear. You have to because I first of all, fear. only white people need shots to go to Africa. Black people don't need no shots to go to Africa. But why they is that, why is that a, even a rumor that you need shots to go to Africa? I mean, it's fear. The same way they told you AIDS started in Africa. Wow. You can die from malaria. They telling you all this stuff. None of that stuff. Is fair. <clears throat> wow. Wow. You know they tell you what well, you go to Africa. I take you know shots. And you gotta take like five or six different, you know, types of shots to save you from this, save you from that. But save why you from does this. that rumor even exist, though? I mean, the hope because they know the value of black people going back home. Can you oh. just imagine if African Americans in America decided, you know what, man, fuck America, we going back home, and then every all the value that we bring here, we took over there. America wouldn't exist no more. Club Live and Zumanda, oh, none of that would work. Think about it. Just imagine, man. All, all the major ball players left, started their own team back home. All the major recording artists left, started their own labels back home. 
Just imagine just those two sectors. We're not talking about all the inventors that never got the credit for all the shit that they inventing, like cell phones and all that, that black people invented. Black excellence. You would never even know. All these these software companies that's taking, you know, all, you have no, like, we don't even know how much value we even have. Damn. We have no idea. Damn. Just imagine if we just woke up one day. I got to wake up with you, Echo. Pause. Pause. <laughs> man, that's real, man. No, that's real. That's real. That's Let's real. Think about it. That's real. That's real, man. No, that's 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 real, man. Because collectively, we got enough to do it. We don't have to buy or borrow any from nobody. We can do it ourselves if we just came together to do it. That's that's such a beautiful thing. I really. Mm-hmm. Like would like to be involved in something like that. I wanna invest in Africa. I wanna invest in like, you know, um the left rack city of Africa. Just starting with land. Oh. You start with lamb. Think about land. it, right? Lamb? Land. Okay. Land. I thought I had to buy just, animals. Right, just think about like, it. Ant, not, lamb? I don't really nah, like the like too, bro. You, no. you, you have no, no I don't like lamb like that. I like <laughs> land. That's cool. I just, just think about it, right? What's the average cost of a lake an acre in New York City? Just I don't think know. You can't. Mm-hmm. But if you could buy it, you're gonna spend at least no five, six million an acre. Right. Easy. So now right. imagine you t- you had that six million mm. in Africa. You know how many acres you can buy for six million in Africa? Mm-mm. I do not know because I'm ready to move. A thousand. Drink chat podcast. We're going out there. Go ahead. Let's you can go. buy a thousand acres with six million dollars. And I could live like the king of Zamunda. They, would they wash my royal penis? <laughs> I just need to understand that. Because I'm going to be honest. I think even my wife would let that go down. My wife would be like, all right, cool. This is, that's it. <laughs> They're just going to wash my royal penis. That's it. <laughs> nothing else going down, baby. Sorry. Let me look around make sure my wife's not here. She, she just might just pop up. Right. But that's how, that's how we can live in Africa. Man, you can live it up, man. Have you been to Zamunda where um, Eddie Murphy was from? And, um, 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 you mean today's Wakanda? Today's yeah, Wakanda. Basically. That was the original Wakanda. That no. was the original Wakanda. It was Zamunda, yeah, Coming right? to America was the original Wakanda. Zamunda, right? Yeah, Zamunda. Zamunda. The nigga got his own money. Yeah. <laughs> you got your own money. Let's make some noise that ain't gone. <laughs> That nigga got his own money, my nigga. Oh my god, that's real. I'm trying to have my own money too, man. I don't want to. I'll have your money. I'm gonna spend your money. Fuck that. All right. So now, Soul Survivor, Young Jeezy. I seen y'all 20 years later, looking young. Just recently performed it. Both of y'all with suits on. Jeezy had on no socks. It was crazy. You see, Jeezy, Jeezy wears different shorts now. I went to his crib. Oh, yeah. his, his shorts is different. He's getting a lot of money. That's, that's, I'm getting a lot of money shorts. When that first, the first initial phone call happened, Jeezy, mm-hmm. a new artist, because he, he's predominantly a new artist. Yeah. He, and then, he, and then you guys re-created uh, Paid in Fall. So what, 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 where were you at and what position? So he was in Atlanta with this stuff. So yeah, he was, was already Atlanta. buzzing in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did establish that. Yeah. So they get that call. So, so what do you think from there? 
What car? Which one are you talking about? Jeezy. Jeezy, because I'm so survivor. Mm-hmm. So you get the call to say that you sh- that they want you on Soul Survivor? No, no, that was um actually Meech was the one that called me and told me to help, you know, be a part of turning them up. You know, because I had DJ Nando under me at that time. Of course, at this time you this is already locked up is already out. Oh yeah, all that was already out. Okay. You know. So, you know, everybody had huge influences at the time. BMF was one of the biggest influences on the street side in Atlanta. At in Atlanta. Time. Okay. My little brother Boo, I mean Omar, was running around mm-hmm. with them um, heavily. Because Boo the nigga that knocked out Shug, Omar's the nigga here. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I just want to establish that. So, so Sugar's my nigga too. Yeah, okay. at that, and me, I couldn't be around any of that at that moment in time because where I was going and, and all this other craziness. But ultimately, music was what I was known for in Atlanta. So, mm. me reached out and was like, man, I got this art I need you to hear. This one I first heard, and I went to Patchwork and met Jeezy personally. He played me that, that Patchwork is the studio. That was just fucking ridiculous, yeah. Okay. So me and Jeezy just connected instantly from that connection. And then I thought about it the whole time. I was in Vegas, and I had this record that I had wrote, and I was trying to figure out when I was going to release it. But don't tell me you gave Jeezy. Don't tell me you gave Jeezy Soul Survive. Listen, after hearing Jeezy on that record, I said, "Yo, this record right now, especially what's happening with that buzz and what's going on with him, this record gonna change, change, change the game." So you telling me? Are you telling me you gave Jeezy Soul Survive? Yeah, I gave it to him. Yep. But it did what it was supposed to do. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. I love this quietness of the room. Yeah. Now everybody makes a fucking noise. <laughs> so, you, so the guy wants to do a record with you. Mm-hmm. You never really heard of him, but you you know of the fam. Yeah. BMF the lit. And you say, let me, um, let me. This is the record. I'm a soul survivor. Was was your your vocals already on there? Yeah, the vocals was already on it. No, like literally, I called him. I said, nigga, I got the record for you. Jeezy or Jeezy? Did they? Inst- he instantly loved the record. The moment I sent it, five minutes ain't go by. After the chorus came, he called me and said, "Nigga, nigga, this shit right here." I said, I, "I'm telling you, bro, this shit right here, nigga." It was. Did he I say this it. shit right I, here, I, I, nigga? I, I knew it too. I was like, I knew, I knew it too. I, I would have knew it too. I knew it, but he would. He, he was the perfect. I felt like he was the perfect, perfect. At that time, I thought he was more perfect for that record than me. And, and I, you made it. Mm-hmm. Your producer. Yep. That's when I was in real, full production mode. I just felt like it was a it was a stronger yeah. record it being his than mine as an artist at that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you gave it to him. He lays it, and oh, he he keep he bodied it too. And that's when I was more confirmed when he sent when he sent his verses back. I was like, oh my god, this is. So idea. he sent you the record back. Prior to it releasing. Yeah. And you heard it. Where was you at? Oh, I was I was still in Vegas when he sent it back. He sent it back the next day. Damn, I feel like he was in Tootsies for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I, I used to, when I was in Miami, that was that, yeah, that's my spot. It could See, the only thing yeah. about Tootsies, they music suck. Let's just throw it out there. Yeah, music is horrible. The music is horrible in Tootsies. Food is fantastic. Woman, fantastic. Food, ah, I'm a fat guy. Like, I like to eat. Yeah. I, want, I, want, I like a little bit of lemon pepper. I got to relax. 
What's up, my man? How you doing, man? You look you look like you very autistic. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> hey, just throwing it out there. Hey, you, you know just... what's funny? When I first met him, I told him the exact same thing. <laughs> I said I the exact lie. same thing. I ain't gonna lie. You look like somebody Pharrell will hire. So... <laughs> So I'm fucking with you, nigga. I don't know your nah, name, he, but you he my good friend dude too. Great. He my friend. Yeah, good dude. So Aiko, all right. You've basically done like if the industry was a girl, you fucked her in the air, fucked her in the nose, <laughs> you fucked her in the ass. Like this, that you started out with that. That was the first. That was the second thing you did after you fucked man with the pussy. What is the next thing? <laughs> Did I go too far? I feel like I went too far. A little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you might have went just a little bit. Just a little too far. All right. So what's the next thing for Acon? Because now you, you got the cryptocurrency. You got, you've discovered the biggest white girl. You've discovered the new Britney Spears in our day and time. Lady Gaga. I think she's uh, pretty on that. I think, I mean, I'm oh, just yeah, saying in our day and time. Is I'm good? Is, is, is the mic still? Um, so what, what the fuck could be left else for you to do? That's it. Just build a legacy. Build a legacy. Yep. Keep the platform available for everybody else to be able to get up and have the opportunity to do the same thing. Mm. That was so corporate. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> that was real. Oh, say that again. I'm sorry. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that was real. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I mean, we don't put, we don't, we don't put each other on enough. Right, we don't put each other on. We just don't, man. You know, I, I built my career off making other people's careers. Mm. If we all did that, we'd be good. Mm. Mm. Now, also, French Montana was your artist first. Yep. How 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 did that transpire? What? Oh man, actually, Gabby brought him to me. Gabby from Loud SRC. Yeah, SRC. Yes. Gabby brought him to me. My man, Gabby, that he be this nigga, yo. This nigga, his phone, it just sticks it, to his it, it shit. It just sticks to his cheek. Yeah, no, don't give me that one. He holds it with that one finger. Like. He be like, yeah, 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 yeah. So Gabby brung you French. face. Now what? What happened? Now is this the DVD era? Yeah, this around the time when he was um he had just did the DVD. He was doing the DVDs. Uh huh. Then I signed him, and then we rolled together for about a good year. You know, um, flew him to Atlanta. That's when he met Gucci Man and his other niggas. He got inspired on that side because French was a he was a chameleon. Like he can adapt any style. And the good thing about him that he was one of the artists that didn't want to be put in one specific box and would try different things. You know what I'm saying? That's why I liked him a lot. You know, so he he definitely didn't go off the net. And then we was working some records in New York. And then he called me. He was like, "Yo, man, I got a call from Diddy. Diddy really want to be a part of the project." I said, "Well, shit, let's let's talk to him and see what's going on." And, you know, uh, we met with Diddy. Diddy, you know, at the time, Diddy and, and French would spend a lot of time together. You know, because I'd I'll, I'll be wanting everybody to get around and just make sure they understand the game, who they're dealing with. And Diddy was always one of those dudes, when, when it comes to artists from New York, I always felt like he a good partner to have, especially right. running around in New York. So he called, he's like, yo, man, you know, Puff on the side, what do you think? I said, well, shit, nigga, you should do it. He said, what you mean, you going to feel some kind of way? I said, nigga, you are a New York-based artist. Right. Y'all niggas knew New York, New York shit. I'm international. I can't do shit from you until you break in New York anyway. Ain't nothing I could do for you. Mm. You know? And that nigga believe in you. 
I'm not going to tell you no lie. That nigga believed in me. So I reached out to Diddy, and Diddy was like, because I had just did the joint venture with Diddy in, in Red Cafe, right, shortly before. Mm. You know, and he was like, yo, nigga, I'm telling you, we got another one, we got another one. So with this nigga French, I said, Diddy, man, listen, please, if that nigga want to be with you, and you feel like this is something that you could take the next level, let's work these things out. Let's just let, you know, let them go. Let, you know, make it happen. Because I think, I always felt like, you know, collaboration is going to be the key to your advancement anyway. But you got to just make sure you got the right partner. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the things that Diddy could do for French at that time, I didn't have the time to do it for him. Mm. French is like my little brother. And I wanted to make sure he got the best of the best for what it is he was trying to do. And at that time, I thought Diddy was that guy. You know what I'm saying? So we made sure that deal happened over for him at Bad Boy. So now the deal did happen. Are you in that deal, like nah, secretly? Uh, you know me, like I told you, I build them to fly. You so rich, you ain't. I don't stick. Yeah, I mean, you got for gas what? stations in your crib. You niggas no, say, no, "Go no, ahead, no. nigga." <laughs> hey, nigga, I don't strike that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. I don't I like did that a couple of times. Contracts. I don't know if I'm as smooth as you yeah, with I don't, it. I don't, do I don't lock them down to where they can't move. I can't do that. Damn, he come. This nigga's an honorable nigga. This nigga, you don't let the nigga go. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, like why not? Look where he at today, though. Look at him. And it's nothing. It ain't nothing for me to pick up the phone and say, "Yo, French, I need this. I need that." And I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it's only empowering me. Uh, but is is there ever any move that you actually made that mm-hmm. you regretted? You know, like you mean as far as artists? Anything? Just like you, you did it as artists. Oh, or- the one, the, the one thing that I do regret though. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have probably handled it different with the mindset, obviously with the mindset I had now, but if I can still have that mindset I had then and make a better decision was that Poughkeepsie situation. That's the one thing that I did. When you grinded on the girl? Yeah. No, 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 not that. Oh, when the kid, yeah, yeah. Yeah. don't toss that kid off the stage. Well, that man, that nigga was no kid. He was a grown ass kid. Wait, I, I forgot. <clears throat> what happened with this situation? Well, I, it was a big concert in Poughkeepsie, New York, and I was um, performing, uh-huh. headlining. And as I'm in the middle of performance, somebody threw something on stage at me. Mm-hmm. And I caught it like right before it hit me in the eye and I looked. And at that time, I just felt disrespected. Like I, I was always, when it comes to disrespect, I just don't know how to handle that. Like I just uh-huh. can't let nobody disrespect me, especially in front of 20,000 people. Right. So uh-huh. I was like, yo, who threw that? And the uh-huh. whole crowd was like this. <laughs> 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 like just literally pointed him. <laughs> they just literally pointed him out. I was like, yo, Get him up here. Uh, and as he's coming up to the stage, I'm trying to think, okay, what can I possibly do <laughs> to this nigga to let everybody know the disrespectful? And he actually volunteered to come on stage? No, he didn't volunteer. They actually they brought him to me. Uh, they, they brought him to me. Uh, and in my mind, I said, okay, cool. I'm just going to knock him out and call him a day. But then when he but, came- but, but if you would have knocked him out, you would have just kept performing? Oh, no. I would have just knocked him out and just kept performing. It would have been just as bad. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't have cared because at right. least I got, my, I got it out. Right. But then when he came, because they brought him to the side of the stage, he came, I just saw the look on his face. Like, the nigga was happy to be up here. He was like, <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm like, damn, I, this nigga's actually a real fan. <laughs> like, oh. And he's happy to be here. So in my mind, maybe he was just doing that to get my attention. Don't roundhouse kick him. No, no, no. But, so that made me not knock him out. But I said he still gotta, you know, he still gotta something gotta yeah, because right. even if it ain't for him, it's for everybody out there that think they can do the same thing. Right, right. So I was like, Kick him in his balls. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought, no. <laughs> your assistant. So I had to find a, a punishment 
that wouldn't suitable kill him or hurt him, but at the yeah. same time will give the, the word out that I ain't the one to be fucking with right. that thing. So I said, I got it. I said, so you want to be, you want, you know, throw shit on nigga on stage. So at that moment, I feel like an eye for an eye. You throw something at me, I throw you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just picked him up, saw a soft spot, and tossed him over there. You know, and that's how it was what happened. <laughs> and them niggas said, "Akon did it." They was like Cardi B's little baby picture. Akon <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's exactly what happened, right? You were like Cardi B a little bit. Akon <laughs> did it. That's, that's, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> And then, oh, and what was this at? This was in Europe. This is New York. Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Said, it's in, it's in oh, New York. Poughkeepsie. What would you have done different, though? You said that you would have done that differently. What would you have done? Different. I, I, security I, I, yeah, I, honestly, after that happened, I would have just kept going on with the show like I ain't even, I ain't even see it. Right. Oh. Knowing that, you know. But then I stopped the music. I got mad dramatic. That shit. Yo, hold on, stop the music, stop the music. Fuck <laughs> Oh, after, after you threw the nigga. No, before, nah, was, no when he threw it, the shit. Oh. Cause I, in, my mind, in. in my mind, in. everybody saw it. Right, right. Like in my mind, because I saw it, everybody saw it. It's and a pride you, thing, and it's a mind. And it, yeah. pride. In my mind state then it was just different. Right. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. It was just different. It was ignorant. That's the only thing we take back in life. That's it. That's it. We're not gonna throw that nigga in the fucking crowd again. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Everything else, I'm glad yeah. it happened. Everything else, even the I'm sorry record. We, we oh we, yeah, we sorry for being sorry. That's all we're being sorry for. <laughs> That's motherfucking it. Motherfucking Acorn. Yo, high five. Oh, high five. Now I got was, I was like, you a hook. That was, that was a hook. That's a hook. Okay. Listen, man. Yo, listen, Acorn. I can't thank you so much no, for you, coming man. down, sitting down with us, drink champs. Um, like I said in the beginning of the interview, me and EFM, we started this. We wanted to interview legends. And it's not that we don't love, got love for the new generation, but we want to, when you got 10 years or more in this game, we want to salute the people. We want to let the people know that you are appreciated. No, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. And and you're, you're appreciated for standing there and standing relevant, and you're appreciated for doing what the fuck you got to do. And we need to represent that. And every other genre in music, when you have 10 years or more, these people salute you. In hip-hop, they say, nigga, you got gray hair now. So I'm glad you told my partner his beard looked it good, cause no <laughs> nah, one else has never told him that. He do look younger, bro. That <laughs> no, it's look him and who else? Buster, Buster. Him and Buster. You, it's, nah, it's, Buster, it's some Buster, super Buster, dark skin niggas, yeah, man. Yeah, Buster keep I respect it real, y'all. Yeah, respect y'all. Cause Buster normally when you tell somebody, yo, yo, your gray hairs make you look young, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you would you would think they they trying to sun you or something. You know what I'm saying? You take it differently. And Buster's mad aggressive with this shit. Buster's aggressive. Yo, your shit look young, nigga. My nigga Buster, yo Acorn, thank you so much (laughs) for coming down. Because you know why? The thing about media is going on, and you know me and my partner, we live modern day Eric B and Rakim. Meaning, this is a a hip MC and a DJ, and we want we want to honor our artists. You know, there's so many platforms where you can sit down and you can you can talk to them, and as soon as you leave them, you go fuck fucking you know. Zariah from Amazon.com and then now they gossip that's not what we do here we're here we want to salute your career we want to salute your thing because we want to we want to promote that that the gossip and everything else a part of anybody else's life is not a part of our life our life is just the music 
every person that does hip hop, R and B, you know, whatever, we're superheroes. Let's salute them as such. Everybody, Black Panther is so dope. But guess what? Every one of us is a Black Panther. We just gotta put on the fucking suit. That's hard. Please record that. <laughs> that was hard. That's another sound bite. I don't know what album I'm going to use that on, but we're going to use it. But yo, Akon, thank you for coming through. We're going to take a couple of pictures, get some drops, man. And I really, really, really appreciate you doing what you got to do, man. Let's make some noise for motherfuckers. And also, I cannot end this interview without bigging up Block Motherfucking Royal. Let's make some noise. Because wherever I'm at, Wherever I'm at, like we we, we they they know who I am now. Wherever I'm at, I'm talking about I'll be anywhere. Niggas be like, you black warrior in the building, Nori. I'm over here. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, oh. they be like, I'm over here. Anything happened? I'm like, oh shit. I'll be in like I'll be in I'll be in fucking talking about Missouri. Nah, we be we deep though. These niggas be out there like this, but like, you Nori. Anywhere you, anything happen, and I'm like, yo, my nigga, I'm in church. <laughs> These niggas is in church, like I'm fast, and you know I'm, I'm Latino too, so it's a little yeah, deeper it's with deep, me. It's deep. So they're like, yo, it's B, deep. we understand what happened, blah, blah, but we know, and I appreciate you holding that, that, that those people down, man. Make some motherfucking noise for hey, Acorn. So do, do the thing and then let me, yeah. Yeah, let me, let me take a peek. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive, HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite.
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 